Come on in. Come on in. Welcome to Grab Your Crowns Ministries. This is a weekly podcast available on Wednesdays. We'll be building up your faith muscle through the teaching of God's Word. I'm your host, Minister R.T. Rodriguez, and I truly hope that God is moving in your life, that you've been getting stronger, you've been getting built up, the shirts are fitting a little bit tighter, pants are getting a little bit looser, that we're able to come into our own, that we're able to handle things that we never thought we were able to handle. We're able to go deeper into the word. We're able to to have God come into our lives and hold us in our time of need. This is what I talk about when we're talking about building up our faith muscle. This week's titled episode is, When the Answer is No. When the answer is no. I need you to, to text that. I need you to tell somebody that, that when God says no, how do you answer? Maybe that's more appropriate for it is, is when God says no, how do you answer it? When his answer is no. I want to dive deep into the word and I really want to get into this. Before we get into it, we're going to be in 2 Corinthians second chapter 12 verses 9 through 10. But before we get into the word, I'd like to go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we come to you now. God, we come on bending knee. God, we ask that you lift us up. We ask that your will be done in our lives. I know we've messed up to this week, God. I know we messed up today, God. God, I'm a sinner and I ask for correction. God, I ask that you just let me get right with you. I thank you for going to Calvary. I thank you for dying for us. God, but I ask that you just be with me right now. And with everyone in the sound of my voice, God, that you be with them. No matter what circumstance they're dealing with, no matter what situation they are in, God, that you cover them, that you protect them, that they rely on you. Take away the hurt. Take away the pain. God, we ask that you let us just go higher with you today. God, cover us the battles of the day. Give us what we need to fight the battles. God, if it's part of your will, God, that we see tomorrow, God, that you have to cover us through the night, that you keep us safe, that we wake up rejuvenated for you. God, we ask to be with the ones that are hurting, dealing with bereavement, dealing with the loss. God, dealing with hardship right now. They don't know which way to go, God. We know that we can turn to you and you have the answers for us. And in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. I'm so happy. I told you, I tell y'all that every week. Uh, but I'm truly happy to be with y'all today. Um, the title of the episode again is, is when the answer is no, how do you respond to the no? Now, I want to dive deep into this word. We're going to be in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. If you have God's word and will like God's word, give me an amen. For the word of God reads this. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses. So that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses. And in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For I am, for when I am weak, then I am strong. 
I come to you again. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 through 10. When the answer is no, and, and I wanna I wanna get down, I wanna dive deep in this. What we're right now, this it, if if we backtrack a little bit, Paul, this is Paul's vision and his thorn. Right now, Paul has a thorn in his flesh, and he's asking God to remove it. He said, "God, I need you to take this," and God says, "No, I'm not gonna take this." My grace, my God, God's telling. My grace is all that you need. See, we want God to take everything away from us because we really want to put in the work. We really don't want to have to dive deep and fix it. Say, God, take away this bad habit. God says, no, that habit's a choice. God, I, I, I ask for patience. God says, patience is learned. See, when God says no, that means he has a bigger yes in mind. Come on. I don't think y'all ready for this thing today because I feel like preaching this thing today. When God says no, there's a bigger yes to it. See, God knows the plans for your life. God knows what's on the other side of the struggle. He wants. He also knows what's the other side of the patience that you need to learn. He knows what it is on the other side of this habit that needs to be broken. But God says you need to do the work. You gotta stop looking at things that cause your eyes to wander, for your mind to go somewhere else. You need to be diligent to what we are doing. We need to stop with these bad behaviors that we have. And don't get mad at me now. Don't get salty with me now. I'm just trying to tell you what the word says. The word says, "Your grace is all I need." God says, no, I'm not taking everything away from you because it's your choice. I'm giving you my grace. You have to go through it so God can show you it. God wants to show you the yes, the better yes. But you got to really put in that work and you really got to stop doing what what you've always been accustomed to doing. I told you we got to get comfortable in the uncomfortableness. I know you have a plan for your life that you're going to be married by a certain age, have a house by a certain age, a car by a certain age, and everything's supposed to just line up exactly perfectly. When you go to that job that he gave you, you say, I need to be promoted right now. And God says, no, it's not time for you to be promoted. And you want to get upset with God. Now you want to go look somewhere else for another job. No, God says, I need you to sit right there and understand why you didn't get that position that you didn't get. Did you do everything you were supposed to be doing? Did you rely on me for it? Or did you just find the fact that you think that you earned it? God says, no, I need you to to sit with me right here and let this grace. That's going to be that thorn in your side. But see, that thorn can make you bitter or it can make you better. That thorn is sit there to remind you that I got things I need to work on. I got insecurities and weaknesses that I need to work on. See, I'm not going to boast. We we all want to portray this thing, and I'm guilty of it times too, where we we don't want to to boast about our weaknesses. We just want to boast about our strengths. Let me try to be a little bit more transparent with this. 
Every day for me, when I work out, every day for me is chest and arm day because it's my two best things that I'm really, really good at. But then there's days I got to work on the other parts of my body. I got I to gotta work on my back a little bit more. That's, but that's my weakness. See, we don't like working on our weaknesses because that makes us appear weak. No, that makes us appear. And that's what we really are. Our weaknesses are our strengths. Well, what you're talking about, preacher, I'll, I'll, let me try to bring this into context for you real quick. When we can accept that we have our weaknesses and we can work on our weaknesses, this is when we're going to be elevated and able to go higher. That's when that thorn's going to come out of your side. For the longest time and for all these years, I had insecurities and doubts about myself. And I've said it on here plenty of times. I've, I've had a lot of insecurities and doubts that I held back from myself. I thought people only saw saw me and seen me for my crooked mouth. That is the only thing that ever people ever saw of me. Because I was told years ago by, by somebody that really hurt me and said that's all everybody's ever going to see out of you. They're not going to see nothing different. They're not going to see anything else. All they're going to be solely is focused on that. And even though it was years ago and I was young, it hurt me and hurts me to this day. And I often ask the question, God, why do I not have a normal smile? Why do I not have these normal things? And it wasn't until the realization when I got deep into the word this week and I was diving deep into the word and I was sitting there with God. I saying, God, why are we doing this? God says, I'm doing this because... The message that comes out of it is the only way it comes out of it with that mouth of yours. It hits different. And it, and it took me a minute to realize what was going on. But then the scripture really hit me. His grace is all I need. I don't care what they say. Yeah, I got my weaknesses and this is where I'm strong at. This is how God can work through me. Because he, he sees the imperfections, but the, the, for him they're not imperfections, they're perfections. I kept reading and it says that that's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles Maybe you're in that week, maybe that time right now you realize your weakness right now. Maybe you're in that, that time of your life where you have some insults coming at you. Some hardships. Well, you don't know how this money's gonna stretch you through the rest of the week, stretch through the rest of the month, stretch through the rest of the night. You don't know how to feed your family tonight. You don't know how you're gonna get through it. His grace is all that you need. Take pleasures in my weakness and the insults, the hardships, the persecutions, and the troubles. 
This is where you may be at right now. You have that thorn in your side right now. And you're asking God, God, I need you to to make me better and get rid of the bitterness I have in my heart. Forgiving somebody that you feel like shouldn't be forgiven, but God forgave you. See, no matter how far you walk away, no matter how far you go down, God's still with you. God's still showing you that there's a way to the light. Because no matter how dark it gets, His light will always shine brighter. You'll always see His light. Maybe the persecutions came early in life. Maybe they came at a time when you were the most vulnerable. And what they said to you hurt you. When they said that the the persecution and the troubles came when you were so young that they said you're never going to make it out of third grade. Maybe you're never going to make it out of of middle school, out of high school. That you're never going to be more than a high school dropout. Maybe they said that you're never going to go on to college. That you're never going to be nothing without these people in your life. Maybe that would have been your mom and your daddy. That could have been your uncle and your aunt. Someone told you at one point in time in your life that you ain't never going to be nothing. And God says, no, you're going to be something. I need you to take that of what they said and give it to me. Because I'm going to show you what I can do. I'm able to, he was able to hang the stars, the moon, and the sun. And he can hang up your insecurities on a, hope, on, a, on a little rack and leave them right there. He went hanging on a cross. He says, give me your insecurities. Give me your weaknesses. And I'm going to show you that they're your strengths. That you're going to be able to use those one day. Paul wanted that thorn taken out of his side. And God says, No. I need you to deal with it. And that's the hardest part is having to deal with that thorn because it doesn't feel nice. Imagine having that. You have a thorn in your side right now. And whatever it may be, you got to give that thorn to God. And let him take away the pain. But see, you have to go through it. You can't just skip around it. You can't just bypass. You can't put a band-aid on this thing. You need to have it removed. But see, God's the only way to do that. God says, but I want you to go through this pain. I want you to see this. Because when you can see it and really understand why you're going through it, is when you have a better intimate relationship with him to say, yes, God, I'm right here and I need you. Maybe that's why your hip's out of place right now. Maybe this is why your rib hurts right now. Maybe this is why your leg ain't acting the way it's supposed to be acting. And maybe it's not just that. Maybe you keep going to an app. You keep going to a website. You keep on looking at things you shouldn't be looking at. You're having conversations with people you shouldn't have conversations with. That's your thorn. And don't get mad at me now about that. I just want to address it. Because yes, I have my weaknesses too. Maybe we are the ones throwing insults. Maybe we are persecuting people. 
Maybe we are the ones that are causing damage. I know that's not very easy for us to do in a, in a, in a sermon type of way, but we'd be the ones. Yeah, we are the, we may be the ones that are not be doing everything exactly right. Maybe we don't always have the best attitude. Maybe we don't say things the best way at all the times. Maybe we don't handle the situations correctly every time. But God says, I need you to, to, to I'm going to give you, God says, I'm going to give you my grace so that you can. That we can learn from these mistakes. That we can learn how to deal with the horn, with, with the, with the thorn in our side. And when it's his timing, he will remove it. But we need to embrace these weaknesses. We need to embrace our troubles and our insults. We need to continue to, to rely on him for everything. And it's not going to be the easiest thing. It's going to take us some time to get there. I want to go to Matthew 26 real quick. Around verse 65 it says, The high priest tore his clothing to show his horror and said, Blasphemy. Why do we need another witness? You have all of his blasphemy. What is your verdict? Guilty, they shouted. He deserves to die. Then they began to spit in Jesus' face and beat him with their fists. And some slapped him, jeering, prophesy to us, you Messiah, who hit you that time? See, they spit in Jesus' face. They tore off his clothing. They slapped him. They beat him up. They punched him. And maybe that's what you feel like going through right now. But see, God had to, Jesus had to go through that for us. His weaknesses were exposed. Jesus didn't have any weaknesses, but I'm just trying to use it as a, as a metaphor there. Is, is that that's where he's, he had to go through that. And that was the hardest part for him was to go through it. Imagine someone spitting in your face. Imagine having your claws torn. Imagine getting beat up so bad. And not only are they beating you up, but now they're talking junk to you. Saying prophesy, Messiah. As equivalent to someone saying, I thought you were about this life. Jesus didn't fight back. Jesus said, I do this because my God told me I'm going to go through this. So if we can go through the hardships of life, if we can go through the insults, someone spitting in our face and we don't retaliate, whatever they say about you, let them say about you because it doesn't affect you. The only opinion that matters of what someone thinks about you is what God says about you. Let me say it with you one more time. The only, only opinion that matters is what God thinks about you. He's the only one that we answer to. What's the point of going around and gossiping? Why do we go down that path? Jesus was beaten. And then he was crucified. You are going to be beaten down. And you're going to be crucified. But see, they're not going to be able to kill you. They're not going to be able to stop what God's got coming for you. See, God had a bigger plan for Jesus. 
God had something bigger for him. See, you see, God says, Jesus says, you know, I, when he was hanging on the cross, they said, you'll have your father take you. And he said, no, he's got bigger plans for me. See, he has a bigger yes than your yes. The no is a blessing. The no is a blessing because he's got something bigger for it. He's got something better for it. And when we understand that, I know it's hard to understand it. I know it's hard to grip our mind around that. But when God says, I'm going to step into your life and I'm going to show you something different, ain't no man going to be able to take it away from you. When I'm able to bring you up from the dead with all power in your hands, when I'm able to take, do something you never thought you are going to do into your life, I'm going to show you then. How great I am and how great my mercy is. How great my grace is. That's how we know we serve a living God. When he brings you out of things that you never thought you should have been able to get out of. That's when we know that God is moving in our life. I know it's hard when he says no, but how do you answer the no? How do you take the no and turn it into a yes? By being diligent into our word. By relying on him to lift up and break our weaknesses. Our insecurities. Trouble is coming our way. Insults, persecution is coming our way. But God says, I'm going to show you something. I'm not going to take it out of your life. I need you to choose to remove it out of your life. And whatever that needs to be moved out of your life, I ask that God moves that out of your life right now. Your breakthrough season is coming. Don't stop yet. Don't give up yet. You're right there at the end. Don't stop. Give it to Him. And let Him be the one that guides you through it. He loves you. And I don't care what people may have said about you. They said that you ain't going to be nothing. That you came from nothing. But my God says that I'm worthy of his love. That he will bring me out of this. He will get my household in order. As long as we submit to him. And that he's the center of our life. We put God first in our life. And your life will change. When he's the center of your marriage, your marriage will change. When you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is raise up your hands and praise God. Your life will change. Before you go to bed at night, before looking at a phone or any of the last thing that you look at is the word. Your life will change. I want your shirt to get tight. I want you to understand that you can do something. You're going through the building phase right now. We're building a foundation of faith. Of understanding we're trusting in God and saying, yes, God, I'm a sinner. And yes, God, I'm weak. But I know that you can lift me up. And no matter how many bad, how much people spit in my face, persecute me. And I don't have that thorn in my side, God. But I know that you will remove it when your timing is right. But I'm going to deal with it. And for that, God, I say thank you. Don't stop giving up. Continue to keep pushing on. 
Continue to keep pressing on. You're getting there. Your breakthrough is truly coming. When it gets real hard, continue to pray. Fall on your knees, lay on your face, and say, God, I'm here. You may be fighting a spiritual fight right now. Keep fighting. The Holy Spirit's with you. God, I come to you and I thank you for this day. God, I thank you for this war and I thank you for everything we've done in our lives already, God. We're not worthy of any of the blessings you've placed upon our life, but I thank you for it. God, I know that the answer is no, but I know that your yes is bigger. And God, when the answer is no, my answer will be yes. My answer will be thank you because you have the plans in your hand. God, I ask that you just be with the ones that are in the sound of my voice right now. That you just touch them and you guide them. And that we continue to rely on you for everything that we need in our life. And in your holy name we pray. Amen. Y'all, I'm so excited. I'm so happy. Um, when the answer is no, we still say yes. Because his yes is always bigger. For prayer and praise reports, please text 208 For praise and prayer requests, please text 208 And until next week, Lord willing, be blessed and stay blessed.